The Local Earshot Podcast is a value-for-value value podcast. There's many different ways to give to our podcast. It, you can go online, like our pages, uh, check out our social medias. All links can be found at thelocalearshot.com. Uh, if you want to donate, then you can donate at thelocalearshot.com on our donation page. We take crypto. We also take Cash App. And we take Vitmo. Um, I'm actually I'm adding like memberships and stuff like that pretty soon. You got the right apps for that. If you're if you're an artist and you want to meet with us and and actually come in for an interview, then you can hit me up at john at the local earshot.com. Here's our host, Brad Biggs. You are listening to the Local Earshot Podcast. Hello, everybody. We're just rolling right into it. Yep. Cool. All right, let's do that. Well, <clears throat> I guess by the time people see this, it'll actually be the, I don't know, around the 11th or so. But uh, it's actually New Year's Day in the uh, in the house here. Uh, kind of a shitty way to end the year. Uh, by the time y'all get this again, it'll be a little later. But uh, we got John Madden on Christmas Day and Betty White died yesterday, New Year's Eve. Like, what a shitty fucking <laughs> way to end the year. <laughs> it's like, yeah. The, I don't even know. I don't even think it's America's grandma and grandpa. I think that's probably the world's grandma and grandpa died on that one because I think those two had characteristics that uh, I don't really, I don't know. Uh, wherever you're from, culturally, I'm sure they had characteristics that reminded you of grandma and grandpa. <laughs> well, and that's the uh, the last golden girl. Oh, yeah. Show, she so. outlived them all. Man. Yep. Good for her. She went out on a joke, too. Uh, that's one thing I noticed. Uh, her last interview in People Magazine, she said... Um, just lucky for my good health. And that was three days ago. So, bravo to end on a end on a joke for a professional comedian that had a fuck it, like an eighty year career almost. You know, yeah. Uh, life well lived, man. All of them. Only uh, uh, one. The only people that they actually stop uh, regular programming for to interrupt and announce their death is usually dignitaries. They said that Betty White was one of the only people outside of heads of state and this, that, or the other that they, yeah, I mean, uh, <clears throat> they interrupted it, uh, all of the national channels and announced it yesterday. So I yeah, thought that was pretty cool. Cause Harry Reid died, which oh. is uh which is a Senator, yeah. I think. Right. <clears throat> oh yeah. So I mean, bad. yeah. And, and, and so, I mean, he died and, and that was a, that's a big one. Um, they went right under the radar and did all the court case stuff for the Glenn Maxwell trial. So that's uh yeah. that's a thing that happened. Um, but not many people are going to know about that because they did it all during the holidays. <laughs> that and it's you know federal is always they trying to they, they always seal them. But now nah, with this something like this, I, like I feel people like are, people are like, come on, man, this is a big this is a big deal, you know? Yeah, and one, well, I also feel like that they that they want to get things done before the end of the year, uh, just in general for. You know, just whatever reason, but they, they, the government's always all it about is still government. Sure regardless. Yeah. <laughs> they're always, they're always all about getting things done before the end of the year. I mean, you gotta, you gotta get your, your shit off the books, but I mean, your, your fiscal year doesn't, uh, doesn't fall in the same as like what Americans know. Cause in the military, like we always budgeted. It's October, like, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. We always budgeted months before cause we were forecasting like three to four months of our needs, um, before. Before things would happen, so the government actually forecasts what's going to happen in the next like three four months. Yeah, and that that's why they that's why they do that. So then they're offset, so they're kind of ready. But um, lately they haven't. I don't know if they've been ready. So <laughs> like you know whatever. Yeah, it's what a hell of a hell of a year we've we had in twenty twenty one. Honestly, I'm looking forward to uh, 
2022. If we're just talking on the on our our scene, the local Oklahoma local earshot, we had a good ass year, dude. It's been a fantastic year. I know the world's burning, but here in Oklahoma, things are not terrible. I mean, uh, live music is uh, still very subdued, but uh, if you want to get out on a weekday, you can usually find a gig, man. I mean, and most most venues kind of have their own rules. I've noticed it's it's kind of turned into this. Uh, the at least the government in Oklahoma. I don't know where you're all listening from. Uh, government in Oklahoma is basically set just a very broad guideline of, uh, well, don't breathe directly onto someone's face and you know whatever. <laughs> they leave it up to the business owner. I'll say that some businesses uh, some businesses want you to wear a mask. Others don't. You kind of have your equal decision yeah you know they had a there's a i think there was a venue i saw an ad for and i think it's here um sometimes we get ads from dallas um and like texas but uh it was called uh live bar i think was the name of it hmm. but it was it was exactly the ideas that i said that would come out of this where they had high-end um webcams wired to the building that are facing like above the stage and they're facing the stage and the event and then they have another camera that faces like the bar area so then you kind of get a feel if you're like at home stuck with covid whatever they 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 play live music in that venue they're running it through the live feeds so they're doing it as like a of a, as a hey if you think this is cool come check it out they're not doing yes. it as like this is a revenue for money this is what well, no, no, they do, well, they do, they do they, they, you can donate and you can sure, like sure, that sure. you know do certain things that that give to the artists and stuff but but yeah no it's mainly it's mainly one of those like like if you can't get like what they're doing is they're doubling up and saying like if you can't get out at least you can watch the bands and support them uh but you can also come down to the bar if you want to yeah, come down yeah. so it's a marketing thing yes yeah. and i and i fully agree with that but i'm okay with I that because too. it but it also offers a service for somebody that that if they're stuck at home or whatever for whatever reason um even even you know because the, there's one thing i always noticed when i worked at live nation was that um handicapped people uh you know like they never they never fully got to enjoy certain events and stuff because they didn't have the the setups for them to do it so like we always had like these areas in our venue and like in almost all live nation venues have this area right off to the side of the stage that's for people um that are like handicapped or have other other disabilities and they're able to like go in this one little area and then they can watch the stage and it like you, you don't have that in 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 most venues and bars and stuff like that. They might have a, a we don't spot want, outside. You don't want less options. You want yeah. you want more options. Yeah, you want you want you the want ability everybody to, be to have yeah. a shot. So I mean, the fact is that there might be those those hand, you know like handicap or I guess disabled people uh, that aren't able to get out of their house and stuff like that. So they don't get to enjoy a lot of the things in life. So that that actual like idea. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that idea. Well, that's um, one thing. So. Like, like you said, it's it's like I think that's where the crunch, the big crunch, I've kind of come to call it with live entertainment that happened on the heels of COVID was just like it's not that it became a vaccine and not vaccine argument, but that's really not what it <clears throat> at its core really is. It's at its core is can we go and cohesively see a show? You know, and it's like. We've been trying to find this middle ground, you know, and that's where you get all the different venues do kind of different things. So it's you're kind of playing darts when you go out, like, oh, well, what's this one require? But uh, the way I see it, the more options, the better. 
you know, because there's some people that at their core they believe in you know, no masks and this, that, and the other. And the other side, you have masks and all this and restriction. And it's like the only thing I've noticed is you don't see the people who believe in mask and restrictions at their own venues very often. Yeah. Yeah, no. Well, yeah. Well, like we've talked about. They're usually on. in the other people's venues seeing a rock and roll show. Yeah. Yeah. With that, no mask. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, what is it? Like most people that fall in the categories of certain types of music, like you think, you think it's like how they vote and everything. Um, cause of the categories they fall into, you, you actually see them out and they're all just like in the bars and normal and everything like that. And you, and if you were to check their voting records, then they, they're supposed to be on the side of the, the pro mass side or whatever that they say. And, uh, but they're in the venues and they're in the bars and they're, they're hanging out with everybody too. It's, but then, but then, but then behind, you know, on online and everything, they're so like, not that they're the opposite it's weird it's weird because like because then that you know the majority of uh people that fall under the other side of the coin that they, they they're mostly older they don't go out and but they're the ones that are like they're like i ain't wearing a mask you know and it's like and so you're like well you're not leaving your house either like but they but then but then you get the hermits you know and i and i really think that that was that that was their thing it was like their their time to shine you know, like that whole like the last two years, it's been like their time to shine. They're all like, they're like, they're like, I got to stay home, and it wasn't shunned. You know? I'm telling you that, and, uh, and and so like they were all like happy about it. But then, but then like uh, I was uh, I was listening on uh, one of those like radio shows the other day, uh, one of the podcasts that uh, the guy said um, that he was he was walking out in the street. And he doesn't wear a mask, and some person on the on the other side of the road was like, like, put on your fucking mask, like yelling at him, and he's like, dude, fucking crazy, right? But he goes, but in a way, those people were empowered because they that that's how you know that a person never had power because if they never had power in anything in their life or any type of a role of of like authority. You just handed them a bunch of authority that you should have never handed them, and so now they're going around yelling at people for no reason. Apparent like, authority, yeah, yeah. And so they think that they have authority, so then they're yeah. yelling at you because they think they have authority over Those you. Those are the worst ones. And and then and and so then you have so then like uh, you know if everybody complains about so called Karens and Kyles, then why you know like. Then, then why would you go and be one and yell at somebody over something like that? Just don't get near them. That's what they said. That if you get too close to somebody and they're sick, they're going to get you sick. You ever you remember the flu? Well, that's what it does. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's, that's what the flu does. It's not new news yeah. with that one. Like the flu is the same thing. Like uh, it always has been. Like it, it's one of those things where, it, man, like whenever you go to work and somebody's like walks in the office and they're like. <coughs> And you look over and you're like, yo, man, what the fuck are you doing here? Because in your head, you're going, you motherfucker have the flu. Like, we have a flu season. Like, you know. Well, you should have been. Uh, I don't like people coming to work fucking sick. I don't like people getting out sick. I don't give a fuck what they have. Like, if you're sick, stay home and get better. Yeah. I, I don't. <clears throat> I never understood that push to, oh, you need to work through your, you know. I'm like, okay, I, I, know, I get the tough guy bullshit. But your tough guy attitude is going to get me fucking sick. And I don't want to be fucking sick. So stay home. Don't go out. <clears throat> but <clears throat> when it comes on the backdrop of something like we had, um, it's just weird to see the breakdown um, from <clears throat> the federal ideas, the federal level of what they want to put into 
the state governments, that's even more intense, or the difference is even wider state to state. And then you get down to municipality to municipality, and it's even different there. And that's even different venue to fucking yeah. venue. Well, and now, and now the, uh, <laughs> they're, they're talking about a lot of the things that a lot of the, um, like, what is it, policies, regulations, mandates, whatever, that were put in place earlier on are changing and and the CDC guidance stuff is changing and so like and so there's businesses that are like man I don't even know what the fuck to do now and then there's and then there's 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 like there's like things that you can get demonetized or blocked from online if you talk about like on like YouTube and these different platforms and yet those things are no longer true but you can still be demonetized or get or get hit for saying those things but yet now some of those things are true that they originally got in trouble for, so they got demonetized for saying something. But then now that statement is true because the the evidence came out that showed that it's true, and so the truth came out. And now they're going that that they're they're still enforcing it, and so it's like and that and that's what that's kind of what like um, I was explaining to one of my friends the other day that that what I'm afraid of because they were asking, well, what are you really afraid of in society that 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 makes you worried about this stuff, you know? And I said, well, here's the thing. Here's my opinion on it, you know, that whenever they put an enforcement in place, and this is just something that we used to learn in foreign countries and the military and stuff like that, when they put an enforcement in place, very rarely do they pull it back. Mm-hmm. Patriot Act, other other acts that they any passed. authority, yeah. So they they have authority now. So then they they enforce something. They got away with it. So then they take a little more. If you give them an inch, they'll take a mile. So like if you so if they keep on adding to it, they add a little bit at a time and before you know it, suddenly you have this weird policy where if you don't have this application, you know, on your phone and you don't have your shot records, I'm not talking about COVID or any of that kind of stuff, but like shot records in general updated then you're now a lower class person, whatever, and they'll say, "Oh, well, you can't enter this establishment because this is a, um, you know, everybody that is at this level of 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 the the world. Uh, this this you know, or or that it could be something different. Oh, well, you aren't. Uh, yeah, it shows that on your little like application or whatever, whatever car, whatever it is that we're that we're using at that point." Which are all coming. I mean, they they talk about this stuff, but it will say like you'll scan it and they'll go, oh, um, yeah, you're under this income level, so uh, you don't qualify to enter this restaurant because we are a class based restaurant and we only serve people that are at this level of wealth. And 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 before, if you had the money and you made the reservation, you'd walk right into that business, whether what it fucking look like, as long as you dress the dress code. But they could literally bring it down with all the technology in such a way. To actually make a class system out of it, and so like you're, if you don't have these vaccines or you don't have this, you don't have that. Suddenly, you have to have all these records, and Real ID offers a lot of that stuff. So I mean, it, like that information to them, uh, medical information. Uh, they'd be like, "Oh, well, you haven't done this thing medically, so we can't have you in this business." And that that cro- that crosses a line in a way that like in music venues. Um, that you know starts with like, and I get it. You know, policy is policy. They want to have a mass policy, whatever. But there's a difference between having a mass policy and a and, law and a law right. and a and an ID that you have to carry. We all carry ID, right. so everybody doesn't look at that. Well, and that's kind of what I'm, it's gradual. That's what I'm saying. It's, to, like the way it happened in Oklahoma is the way it should happen. It should be up to the property owner, the business owner. It should be up to them. 
And and they say that they say you know and in a way I'm kind of afraid of that world too, but because um, everything's more moving more digital, but all it takes is one big solar flare or technological um, you know something happening where it fries everything and like an EMP or something like you know like you know what I mean like the like type of stuff happening. And so everybody's buying into like crypto and stuff, and and I and I and I see it as a viable thing in the future. It can be used, and I know Ethereum has smart contracts can be used for a lot of great things. But um, but the issue that I see is that is that what happens when everybody buys in, and then then we have some type of like technological apocalypse. You know, like something happens where all the power goes out. Suddenly everybody goes from from high to zero, right? But like, whenever you're going into business and stuff, and you're and you're paying with that stuff, there's got the, a secondary economy. There's already people saying, "Oh, well, well, if the you know," and, and they were talking about this on the news the other day that like it, somebody was saying, "Well, what's stopping a person from starting like say a lumber company during winter to cut firewood for people so they can stay warm because they're doing all these weird things with power and they're doing all these things? Like, what stops a person that was kicked off their job because they're required to have a vaccine so they get fired they don't start a business legitimately through the government they just go and do it and then they do it all through crypto through like bitcoin or something and they basically pay all their workers in bitcoin and then they basically started a second market or a black market similar to like what you're talking about where there's always black markets you know like you've talked about before and so then you create these black markets so you basically took something that should have never had a black market and you created one, and you had a legitimate way of creating businesses and flourishing and all that kind of stuff. But then, but then you you started creating all these black markets. That's so then nobody's following the laws no more. That's and, everything. Yeah, that's and everybody all, everything already, has a black market. That's already the reality, right, man. Right, right, and, and that's <laughs> what I'm saying is that. But 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 the mainstream is just now catching up, which is. Oh and, no, they're not. No, no, I'm saying. Oh no, I'm not. saying they're finally telling the. They're people getting that. exposed, and they're trying to distance right. themselves from these people. <laughs> right, right, and so they don't want to be in the same category as the people that are running the black markets. But I'm just saying, like, there's a difference between running a black market for wood, you know, like like or, or like that kind of stuff, than running a black market for like say cocaine. Like there's you know like there's a big difference. There's really not there. though. But there's, there's the same. But they're the same because there because there's the there's the avocado thing in 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 uh, new mexico or in mexico where they're like they're literally has a black market for avocados because of the fact that that all the all the things that happen with distribution of avocados over the last few years if there's a need so, uh or a desire for anything for anything yep it's out there and that's what and so like you know tying that back to music it's like if you don't allow artists to actually like go to venues and actually do music at venues and you don't allow these venues to be open it'll just go underground they're, they're they'll go out of business but then but like so called the venue will go out of business because they can't fucking have a show but i'll tell you what those, they'll set up in a parking venues, lot they'll set up in a parking Are you lot fucking oh, no there, there was a there's a story <laughs> of a of a guy that was um that was over in europe and um and whenever they um, they shut everything down. They locked him down. He um, he's about to open, and what he did was was that he said, "Okay, cool. Well, the, under the regulations, it said you could be in an open area and and do a show." So he um, he put a bunch of uh, containers and lowered in his venue and so the old lower grounds of his venue, like the basement area. Yep. He put a bunch of containers and stuff in there. 
and then uh, and then he basically made the room open up. So now it opens up to like the outside. So now it's an indoor area, but it's open to the outside. So whenever you open it up and it has a screen for like protection stuff, but it has ventilators, all that stuff. So he installed everything that makes it where it's almost like a plane, which the rules on planes are apparently that you can just go fly with it as long as you wear a mask. But like, so basically he's one of the only clubs that's going to be allowed to be open in Europe under their regulations. And they're probably going to go after him. They're probably going to sure. arrest him because that's what they're doing. But that just shows the fucking absurdity and all this shit. It's like when you rush through these things as data is coming in, like they're rushing through legislation and we're still learning what this thing is, how it even attacks the human body. They're rushing through legislation. It's like, can we just put the forward good practice first? Let's not legislate shit. Let's just say, what is good practice? We Okay, we know generally keeping distance between people this time of year is always good always practice. Good. It's yeah. not, we don't have to fucking go fucking microbiology science on this shit to start off. Let's look at, let some data come in and let's figure it out. And then Look-in. we go from there. But in, in winter in winter, you don't get too close to another person anyway, because if you both slip on the ice, you're both going to fall. So, you know, fear, man, it's so, so much fear. But, but, it ain't stopping me this month, man. What do you got scheduled for January? For me? Yeah. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Shit. I, got, I, I know. I know what shows we got. Like, like that you have. Um, well, they're on Wednesday. That's the fucking thing. Is, and I'm gonna try to. I'm. I'm, I'm gonna try to make them all. But, um, on the seventh coming up, we got uh, Nikki Jackson, uh, acoustic uh, acoustic player here in Oklahoma. I know she does a lot of shows down in uh, Lawton, up in Muskogee, even here in Norman. I've seen she's been at the deli a few times. So. Um, been in contact with her. We're going to get her on, uh, the week after that's a busy week, man. We're going to have, uh, sign Eliza's is coming back. Uh, they're playing a show. I think it's their first one of the year. I don't think they've played anything the previous couple of weeks, but, uh, I know that they're playing a, uh, show of Buck Cherry at the, uh, diamond ballroom. And then they're going to go on a tour with, ah, I can't remember. I want to say it was killed by knowledge, but I'm not 100% sure. But they have a tour coming up in the spring. They're going to be on the road with uh, bands and uh, doing their thing. And then that week on the podcast, we got, oh, I still can't pronounce his name. Danny, or the DJ. Oh, Skills? Skill, yeah. Uh, Sinistalian? Sinistalian? Sinistalian. He keeps telling me, but I'll Sinistalian Skills. It's on the my, tip of my tongue. just doesn't work right for that word, but... <clears throat> super cool dude uh you know fellow psychonaut of sorts and um also he's getting into the vinyl work or he's been in it longer and i'm looking to get into it so i'd like to kind of pick his brain on that uh we got them evils coming up they're gonna be in dallas at trees hopefully we can head south and get that fucking guitar to him i got on the table today i need to start making it all pretty again uh, it's all it's, it's all it's all dusty i took a fucking torch to it yeah i really need to make this thing look pretty <laughs> no but other than that we got um uh, we got a studio here in norman we're gonna do an interview with i don't know if we're gonna do that here or over there i think he's over on the other side of town but he's also in norman uh met them through sign of lies and then oh, that one it? studio you got a hold of uh, yeah general uh general peeps creative studios yeah name uh the guy's name's jack lacy i gotta hold him on instagram i'll tag him on this and I don't know exactly what they do. I guess I know they have a podcast, but I, I think they do like 
photo and video and all that for whoever. So I'm like, well, hell, I'm, all right, we'll see what's up, you know, at least see their setup, see what's going on, you know, and, uh, Running at the end of the month, we got Elizabeth Turner on the twenty second. She's uh, this will be a show that got uh, postponed. Yeah, I got postponed because of yeah. COVID. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, they got to reschedule. So uh, I believe all the tickets, if you still have them, are good. If you decide you can't make it and want a refund, they're offering that too. Uh, pretty pretty cut and dry policy. There's nothing really no funny business with them. Um, and then at the end of the month, Hollis, he's doing his thing out in Shawnee at that big release party at the Ritz in Shawnee. It's a video release party, and then they're going to do a performance and a open free jam. Uh, Johnny keeps trying to goad me up oh, it's to like play. Oh, it's play? Yeah. He's like, what songs you learn? I'm like, I haven't been playing at all. I have not done a fucking thing this week, man. I haven't touched the guitar. What are you talking about? Shit. Holiday. <laughs> Well, it's funny. I told myself and I told my wife too. I said, I'm not going to do shit. I'm taking a break. It's, you know, the year, it's been a good year. You know, I'm going to take a week off and just chill. About three days into it, I'm like, okay, I got to, let's find something to do, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, my brain. Yeah, he uh, he actually, he told me that he wasn't going to be on social media and he was going to go dark. And about 10 minutes later, I saw him like, messaging people. <laughs> I went dark. And then, uh, and, then, and then he went for a couple days. <laughs> and then uh, and then I saw him on there again, like doing stuff, like posting stuff. <laughs> I was like, I was like, yeah, I mean, but at the same time, you know, what, what a lot of people don't know about this type of like stuff, uh, creative, you know, uh, endeavors like like this. Um, if you don't stay on top of social media, oh man, then they'll bury you, and then and so you have to like literally create posts like every single day, every minute of the day. You Even if like it's your a, whole life has to become the smallest uh, de- little deal. Like I'll probably take a picture of us today and just put it on the Facebook page just to so it's some activity. Yeah, but it's just me and Jonathan in the house today. We don't have a guest today. Uh, Wolf Ugly. Uh, they couldn't make it. They're a Tulsa band. I, I, I was kind of redlining with them anyways. I didn't know if they would be able to, but I just took a chance and, uh, it did, ultimately didn't work out. I know that's a big gig day too. New yeah. Year's cause I mean, cause this episode will go out on the 11th, but it's yeah. the first. So it's yeah. the first day of the year. I don't, I don't expect any artist to, uh, yeah. <laughs> to show up on new year's day. I mean, most people are hung over honestly. Like, yeah, I, I'm glad I just didn't drink as much, you know, last night because I probably would be hung over oh, right now. I, I figured so. new year's Eve would be a money making day for most bands. That's, that's a night. That's a gig night, you know? So no problem. We're going to reschedule with them in February, and I look forward to talking to those guys. I'd like to, if even if we have to meet halfway or or whatever, I, I would rather sit down with them than do it over uh, like a remote a digital thing. But I, I mean, it is available if if we have to do it that way. And I told them that, so you know, we'll see what happens. I don't. I think it'll be a good interview. Uh, beyond that, man, broke ass radio. Norman Band, we're gonna have them on. Yeah, she's really reach cool. out to them. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I mean, other than that, I mean, like, uh, I mean, when it comes to the the podcast, the uh, the website and everything, uh, there's, uh, I ended up signing up for another another app, but I'm trying to figure out a way that I can keep um, our current host because I like the website setup and everything. But this other application sounder.fm is another podcast app you can you can log in create your res feed all that kind of stuff and and you're able to like you know create a show like really quick but the thing is is that if we move it all over their website's not as as nice as our stuff and but they have a lot of tools 
in there. So I'm trying to figure out how to go about using all their tools without setting up yeah a podcast um on it because like uh, but 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 I also paid for the year without even I, I think I got high or something and I paid for it um, <laughs> because so, I got high. yeah so I mean I did something and I ended up paying like for a year of service or something like the other day and I and then I woke up and I was like wait did I do this and then I looked at it and I was like oh no but but it's fine though it's it's a good service they have a lot of features they also have a, a membership feature so we can we can actually create like um, membership feeds videos things like that extras um and um and also they have all the other interfaces for uh, that make it easier to be able to like pay um there i also i did create a channel for on there that's more bands radio um on there so it's it's like a podcast channel on there just to have a managed channel but i can add as many podcasts to this account as i want um and and so uh, kind of, kind of coming down the pipeline, like that's that's kind of for for more bands. I mean, that's that's kind of the goal is to to get the site up and running. I might have to, I might go with my the older interface uh, that I have and that I've already programmed and I've already done all the designing on that, so I can get the site up and running in a beta form and then just raise the money to actually do the actual stuff I want to do with it. Because um, because I mean because a lot of that coding stuff is. It's unless I have somebody out there that's a um, programmer, developer, coder, oh, to come on and, and work on a project that uh, not all I, that guy. <laughs> all I can all I can say is that uh, that I mean you'll have a place in the company. That's uh, I like, but right now the the pay is probably not there. So because I'm barely making a living. So uh, we we, um, we still have day jobs to keep the lights on in our world, um, but. Um, I feel like we've tapped into something, man. I think there's potential there, and I think it's, uh, you know, I think we'll, I think we'll, uh, uh, this year is definitely gonna, gonna, uh, I think show some growth. I think, and I think also um, another way to get the podcast out there um, is if I added another channel, but it would be a, um, and like a like our original channel would be the ad free experience versus like, you know, if you add another channel and you have like an ad experience. So then, so then you can basically say that you can listen to it without the ads, but you have options. Like a subscription. But yeah. But most of most of the podcast apps that there's availability, at least we'll get the listenership and, um, and get some ad revenue. Um, but I mean, I, 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 I try to steer away from the whole like ad stuff just because once you get big enough, they, they try to come in and try to tell you what to do. And I, I don't like that. And um, and so that's why we kind of chose the value for value system that I talked about at the beginning. Like it, the the idea, it, it's definitely not not profitable in the long run. It's a structure until so, you get it up and running. It's a structure to base yourself. Yeah, on. until you until you get it up and running. Ultimately, you can do. There are no rules. But, but there's I mean, people that do mix mix like uh, Tim Pool does a mix system. So like it's like um, you know you have your membership website where you get membership content that you cannot access any other way um there's ways to do that with artists and stuff to work with them on projects um there's uh there's the what they call like their feeds on youtube and they do what they call super chats the reason why a lot of youtubers um or youtuber podcasters whatever you want to call them uh videos on there why they do the super chats is because a video a song and and it's just something to think about. A song has to get a thousand plays for them to make like 
a dollar, you know, like it's like around a dollar. Like it, like, and so like they have to get all these plays to even make money on YouTube, on Spotify, on all these different apps. And they say it adds up over time, but really, I mean, if you're only getting 20 bucks a month for the fact that you're a mainstream band, the most of your money is coming out of merch and, and merchandise and things that you're producing. So, I mean, Brad is working on like merchandise also for us. Um, that, yeah. Um, you know, that that side of it. Well, that, well that's what I'm going to get into th- this year is uh, uh, vinyl work and, and that kind of stuff. I'm going to tack it on to the 13th step. And my wife, she wants to get into more vinyl stuff. Not really what I'm doing. It's different. But ultimately, it's still vinyl. So, <clears throat> yeah, you apply it to products. Yeah, and I mean, but yeah, that's the idea. There's a I got a couple of resources I'm going to reach out to. Uh, Danny, uh, he's going to be on the show. <clears throat> he does highly custom work, so I'd really, I'm really, yeah, he had really cool stuff. Pick his brain on how how he how he does all that and kind of what his programs are. But yeah, by the end of ne- by the end of this year, now I, um, my intention is to be somewhat turning somewhat of a at least uh, paying for the supplies and everything my own. Maybe not making a profit on it, but at least being able to keep the thing going. I'm um, giving myself a one year on that one. And then with that, once I'm good at that, I can start putting value back into, you know, the show with bands that come through. A lot of local bands do small batch work. They can't afford to buy 10,000 fucking t-shirts at a shot. You know what I mean? So yeah. I mean, and that's, maybe we that's, can offer our services there, you know? Yeah. And I mean, that's, that's, a, that's kind of the issue that, um, you know, uh, like earlier on, whenever, uh, whenever I started uh, more bands, like it was the idea was to create like a website where they could have all those tools and stuff. And, and, and so, you know, but the problem is you can't just build something with one person. Like you, you have to have a team to do these projects. And the, and the problem is, is that like the reason why, and people always get mad about this. They always be like, oh, well, you know, the only reason why they're, they're famous or they're this. Uh, is because they have money and they're just and it's old money and they're just keeping it in the money into the system and they're rich. They're this that right. They're always mad about that and and and, and everything. But a lot of times, what it comes down to is is because they had the money to pay the people to make the it's product that it. they had an idea. There's always gain. so like I mean and so I mean yeah the, like and they're also yeah there's always that too like um, but I mean but a lot of it 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 comes down to like that you had to be able to save up the money or you have to be able to get the loans or you have to be able to like, you know, do certain things to be able to people mortgage their houses for businesses, you know, like it, 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 a lot of money goes into being able to just start something and, and build it from there. And so actually like one of my goals right now, um, and, and I don't, I don't really do new year's resolution. I don't I either. Don't. This Because I mean, if you do a new, new year's resolution, you might as well just kiss that shit goodbye in 30 days. Cause you're going to give up. But, uh, but I mean, but I do, um, what they call like, um, short term goals, uh, are short term wins and short term goals equal your, your long term goals. So like, uh, you have to have the short term wins. And honestly, this year, I'm going to, I'm going to just say this right here that the local earshot has had a lot of wins this year. For sure. Um, and I mean, it's because like those short term wins have driven us to where we're at because it, because it, 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 if anything, we would have given up like two months in if it would have never taken off. But it obviously it was a needed service because people are, you know, actually coming to us now. It tapped into yeah. something. I mean, uh, I mean, it did. Uh, I don't know. Uh, um, so yeah, so I, 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 
good things on the horizon. I, I think we definitely tapped into something that not only did the local music scene, it's people that we've known, uh, saw a need for and and were willing to come in and and do the thing but also i think it's starting to word starting to get out that hey this is kind of a cool thing and it's it's a oklahoma thing like yeah primarily we, well we're yeah. happy to we're well, happy and, to interview anybody. and i think and and i think that you know on a bigger scale whenever you're looking at it from that standpoint that as as we grow and it, as as it becomes like an actual business there's there's nothing stopping having other you know, having a like a radio, like the more bands radio, and having the talk shows from like two people from you know another state doing all the local music in their state and and like different yeah versions of the same thing, just all under that umbrella. Because I mean, because it is possible that there is a lot of people out there that that love music just as much as we do. That we would probably be interested in working with them. But I mean, but the but it's it's a matter of like right now. This is us, and this is what we do. So, um, I mean, but whenever my when it comes to like goals, though, like it, it is mainly like I'm trying to move away from move my income slowly away from working a job and being able to do this kind of stuff full time. So I'm focusing on my art. I'm focusing on other things that make me money um, because I used to sell stuff on the internet and everything when I was in college. So, I mean, I know how to make money online. And so I'm not, what, what I learned recently was that I could literally quit my job and financially I would be all right because I know how to survive any type of situation. I, I've been unemployed for like six, seven months before and didn't really have any troubles, you know? And it's like, and a lot of people, they can't say that I, I mean, I'm lucky enough that I have VA money coming in. And if I get those percentages even higher, I'll have more money coming in. But, but I mean, that pays the base bills, and so like from that, when it comes to that, that's the I'm okay bulk with of it. You know? Yeah, I'm okay with uh, I'm okay with eating ramen. I was I grew up in trailer parks. I'm not I'm not afraid of eating poor food. So I mean, if it means building a business that actually I can be proud of, then that's that's where I want to go. Um, and I mean, and that and that's the same way with the podcast. The same way with you know everything. So right now. So building that's yep. ultimately, but, uh, I think it's in a good spot, man. I think we're, uh, like I said, January was booked last month. So I actually made an, uh, call not to book February because I wanted to kind of stay in touch with January 1st, you know, and at least see what, you know, get through about half of that before we start booking February out, but we've already had interest for February. So, yeah, well, that's a weird a good thing, thing too. Is you know? that when you talk to artists and you're out and everything like that, and they're like, "Hey, man, come on your show," and then and then and then suddenly, like, I'll, I'll talk to Brad and he'll be like, "I'm like, hey, how's it look for this?" And he's like, "Oh, we're already booked out." I'm like, fuck, we started, yeah, because like, like week after week, yeah, and these renewed. are people that we talked to like months ago, <laughs> so they think that we're ignoring them. But honestly, what it is is that like that. You know, it's 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 first come first serve. And Remind like, me, it, guy. It, yeah, you have to you have to message him. You you're out there. Send it on. Uh, you know? if, if you're if you send it on Facebook Messenger, uh, you could probably get either one of us on on the local earshot Facebook Messenger. It kind of depends on who sees it first. But Instagram will usually be me. Yeah. Um, email will usually be Jonathan. Uh, but yeah, the Facebook it's you could probably you could get either one of us on that one. Um, yeah, and I was also thinking about that too. My email is John at the local earshot.com, but I know some people spell John J O N 
Yeah, I have a yeah. So, so I might have to just create another email so then they spell it right because <laughs> I, I spell J O H N and and if, if you spell my name Jonathan, I actually spell it J O H N. I don't spell it J O N. Man, um, so it, it, if, it, if you're fucking with people, man. Yeah, so I mean J O H N John at the local dot com. And I'm hoping that like our one joke, because I mean my phone's done it too, that people aren't typing the local ear shit. Because that that's happened, <laughs> happened to me. That happened lot. to me the other day in text and I'm like and it happened to Brad in text and we're like, What what the fuck? So I guess we say the word shit too much. I don't know. Like <laughs> So. Oh, uh, well, I don't know, man. I, my, my my phone, if it's listening to me talk, it's it's hearing all kinds of fucked up shit. I'm sure. <laughs> You're already censored. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, guys, we're looking forward to seeing everybody next year, and uh, we uh, uh, hell, hopefully uh, this time in uh, 2023, we'll be doing a recap, uh, and uh, even bigger and better from where we are now. So. Uh, uh, again, we have uh, Elizabeth Turner premiere on uh, the 22nd at the Belle Isle Brewery. And we, brewery? Blah, blah, blah. And we got uh, Johnny Hollis on the 29th over at the Ritz in Shawnee. Again, if you want to get a hold of uh, uh, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, send us a message on the Instagram, local earshot Instagram page, and it'll 90% of the time it'll be me. If you want to get a hold of Jonathan, you can get a hold of him on the email. You can get a hold of him on the Facebook page for the local earshot. And if you want to donate, then you can go to the localearshot.com. Um, and on there, they also have a contact page, so you can contact through that. There you go, guys. Value for value. We'll look forward to seeing you this year, guys. Love y'all.